Welcome to the Mousecapades Podcast, the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears. And now, here are your hosts, Vicky and Kaylee. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicky, and I'm here with Kaylee and Josiah is back with us. We are so happy you're back with us again this week, Josiah. We hope you're all safe and happy and healthy and abiding by the rules for where you live at this time so that we can get through this pandemic. This is episode 527, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today, we are going to be discussing the big Broadway musicals that Disney Theatricals has created and produced. But before we get started, we want to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you on any budget. So I'm going to start things off with Sister Act. So before we talk about it, here's just a little clip of the song, Raise Your Voice. The original production opened in London and then transferred to Broadway. Sister Act is a musical based on the hit 1992 film of the same name with music by Alan Menken. When disco diva Dolores Van Cartier witnesses a murder, she is put in protective custody in a convent. Disguised as a nun, she uses her unique disco moves and singing talent to inspire the choir. Dolores breathes new life into the church and community, but in doing so, blows her cover. Soon the gang is giving chase only to find them up against Dolores and the power of her newly found sisterhood. The show was nominated for five Tony Awards. The thing that I thought was interesting about Sister Act, both the movie and the musical, is that she learned doing upbeat music or think music that was more of now and taking it into the church draws more people into the church. And that is no... Uh, disrespect to anybody that's older or likes the old kind of music it's more liturgical and some of it sounds like a dirge and and it just doesn't draw people in and so I thought this movie was really good I mean kind of before it's time because now we're just now finding as church people that we need more music that draws people in that's more now and relatable next is Tarzan here is a little clip of the song you'll be in my heart Be here in my heart, 
So you probably recognize that song because it is in the film, but in the musical, Tarzan's mother sings that song, and it is one of the most touching moments in theater I've ever seen. So, Tarzan is a musical based on the Walt Disney Animation Studios' 1999 film of the same name. The musical mostly follows the plot of the Disney film. Tarzan is raised by gorillas, meets Jane, a young English naturalist, and falls in love. Jane's entourage plans to kill the gorillas, and Tarzan's loyalties are tested. The original Broadway production opened in 2006, and the production ran for 486 performances. Now, this show was not as big of a hit as some of the other Broadway shows, and I think part of it is Tarzan, I would say, is not one of the most well-known and most well-loved Disney films, so it doesn't have that going for it. The musical is very different in the way it's staged and the costumes and everything, and I personally love it, but I think for a lot of people, it's like, well, that's not the Disney film I know, and it's done in a bit of a different way, and I think that's part of the reason it was not as successful, and it did not have as big of the critical acclaim as some of the other shows. Did it have that cool percussion number that they did in the film or anything that was resembling that? Because that is probably one of my most favorite scenes. Yes, the song Trash in the Camp, that one is in there. So in the musical, there is a song called Who Better Than Me, and Turk sings it. And it is the cutest number ever. And it's him talking to Tarzan about how I'm going to be your best friend. I'm going to teach you everything. And it has a really cute relationship between them. And something that I love, too, is for anyone that likes biology, um, <laughs> there is a song that Jane sings when she enters the forest and she is singing all of the scientific names for all these things that she's seeing, all the animals and the insects. And it is a very strange song and that you don't really know most of the things she's saying, but it's really interesting. And the way that it's staged is really cool, too. That's amazing. I think I would like to see that. <laughs> the next one we're going to talk about is The Little Mermaid, which I love, The Little Mermaid. Here is a clip of Ursula's song, I Want the Good Times Back. There's just one little thing that I want. Just, just one eensy teensy thing that I want. I want the good times back. I want those grand old days. I want the twisted nights, the sick delights, the wild soirees. I want those trembling crowds of shellfish cracked and peeled for me to dine. Not because I'm mean or selfish. No. I only want what's mine. I want disgusting wealth. I want exquisite sin. Want the entire sea to worship me on bended fin. I want to greet my loving subjects and then have them as a snack. Remember those good times. I want them back. Of course, The Little Mermaid is based on the animated 1989 Disney film of the same name and the classic 1837 story of the same name by Hans Christian Andersen. It's about a mermaid who dreams of the world above and the sea, above the sea and gives up her voice to find true love. This musical began at the Luntfontein Theater, replacing Disney's Beauty and the Beast. 
It had 685 performances and was nominated for two Tonys. And I would love to have seen this on Broadway just because now that I saw you guys do it as Young People Theater, I always like to compare because everybody asks why we always go back and see Wicked. And I know that's not a Disney thing, but I'm just saying. And I always compare from show to show which one I liked better that played the different characters. It's just fun, I, I, I think. I loved the Broadway production of Little Mermaid. I did not see it, but I have watched bootlegs and I watch videos on the technical aspects of shows all the time. And it is incredible. And one of my favorite characters in the musical Little Mermaid is Ursula. And obviously Ursula is a favorite in the film too. But in the musical, her songs are so catchy because she has poor unfortunate souls. But this song, uh, I Want the Good Times Back, is so good. And the actress who originated the role on Broadway, Sherry Renee Scott, she has one of the most powerful voices I've ever heard. So listening to this song is so Ursula. And her costume had these giant tentacles and they made her hips really big too. So then she just was like going around stage and it was so cool. I know that I enjoyed the performance that Ursula did in the Young People's Theater. So I'm sure this was on a better scale and it would be more fun to watch. So I will be checking that out. Up next is Aida. Here is a clip of the song, My Strongest Suit. I am what I wear And how I dress Oh, now I believe in looking Like my time on earth is cooking Where the polka dot is striped or even checked with some glamour guaranteeing every fiber of my being is displayed to quite remarkable effect from your cradle via trousseau to your deathbed you're on view so never compromise except no substitute Aida is a musical based on the opera of the same name. It has music by Elton John and lyrics by Tim Rice. The triumphant love story between an Egyptian prince and a slave transcends warring nations and brings a country together. That was an intense storyline. <laughs> Aida premiered on Broadway in 2000, running for 1,852 performances. It was nominated for five Tony Awards and won four, including Best Original Score. It was also named by Time as one of the top 10 theater productions of the year. I have never seen a production of this show because it is not really done that often, especially at the community theater level. But I love the music and My Strongest Suit is one of my favorite songs from it. And it is so catchy once again. And it is such a powerful show in the storyline and in the music and I, I really like it. Now, Freaky Friday the musical. Here is a clip of the song I Got This. Mom, your life is a cakewalk. I got this. I got this. 
I can see what you do for me to be you. I got this. I'll bake stuff. I can fake like I make stuff like you. I'll have a laugh, have my coffee, have calf, and then yell at the staff on your behalf. I got this. Yeah, I got this. Put a stick up my butt, be quick to say, what's that? Not this. I'm perfection. I don't need your direction at all. Call me a slob or a slackerish blob. I can act like a snob and fool that mom. I got this like it's my job. Good. You can see what it means to have a job. I'll go to school. I got this. Yeah, I got this. Do my hair with some care. I'll primp and prepare. I got this. I'm delighted. It's not right. You're excited for school. Stop if you may. It's a part I can play. And it's only a day. And so I say, I got this. Yes, I got this. I'll be bright and demure and bright till I'm sure they bought this. I'll show you. No, nobody will know it's not you. Leave it to me, cause how hard can it be when I've got my degree and such a spree? I got this. Soon you'll see. So that song was sung by the actress that plays the mother in the musical. And if you know the storyline, this takes place right after they have swapped bodies. And so the mother is singing about how even though she's in her mother's body now, she knows what she's doing and she's got this. She can work the job. She can do take care of the kids. So Freaky Friday is based on the 1972 book of the same name by Ro- Mary Rogers. And it's 1976 and 2003 film adaptations. In the story, when an overworked mother and her teenage daughter magically swap bodies, they have just one day to put things right again before the mom's wedding. So I love both of the movies, Freaky Friday. I love them both. I don't know that I have a preference between them because they're very, very different. Have you seen both? Uh, yeah. Jodie Foster is playing a younger version. So, and I don't know what the book is like, which one is closer to the book. I'm sure the 2003 version with a punk rock Lindsay Lohan was not <laughs> in the book, but um, Jodie Foster's character is much younger than what they portray in the 2003 version where, well, at least when I saw the movie, I was like, she's 15. She's an adult. She's not an adult. Um, but Jodie Foster just seems so much younger in her role yes and i think that's a big difference yeah i think that's probably one of the biggest reasons that it feels so different it's just because of the difference in age yeah i love them both and the musical is really good and as i said in the last episode heidi bleckenstaff who plays the mom in this is amazing and her voice is just incredible i love both of them but i actually like the second one better than the original which is not typical for me yeah my daughter's face right now is hilarious you feel free to comment you never like the newer version of anything i just i don't know what it is i don't it's nothing against joe Foster. So if you're a Jodie Foster fan, please don't be offended by what I'm about to say. I just, she's not my favorite actress. And I really love 
Jamie Lee Curtis and I love Lindsay Lohan. I know she went to the dark side, but when she was doing that, I really loved her work. And so I think that's why I just like that one better. And I definitely, I don't know that I knew there was a musical until Josiah was talking to us about it. And so I'm learning a lot here. If, if, if listeners have not caught on to that, I'm learning a lot about, but that is why we had Josiah come on because he does know so much about theater and just all the things that are out there. And so we thought it was something new that we could bring to the podcast. I am now in charge of talking about The Lion King. We're going to play a clip of The Circle of Life. On the day we arrive on this planet and blinking, step into the sun. There is more to see than can ever be seen or to do than can ever be done mm, there is far too much to take in here or to find that can ever be found but the sun rolling high through the sapphire sky keeps great and small on the Circle of Light, of course, is an iconic song. We talked about that a couple weeks ago when we were going through different songs and where they landed in, in Disney's top 10 or top 15, I believe. And The Lion King is, is a musical that's based on the 1994 Walt Disney Animation Studios animated feature film with the same name as the musical. And of course, the music was by Elton John and the lyrics were by Tim Rice. Those two, we've talked about this in the past. They're just amazing. And it's hard to be able to model or even copy what they bring across through their music. And it was directed by Taymor. The musical features actors in animal costumes as well as giant hollow puppets. This stays very true to the film and only elaborates on the story and the character development. It was nominated for 11 Tonys and won six of them. It is now the third longest running Broadway production ever. And I regret that I have still not seen this. In fact, my brother, who is not as big of a music person, Kaylee can attest to this as we are. He even took one of his kids to see this and said it was something to see. It was something that he'll never be able to take out of his mind. Like it's he really, really enjoyed it, which is saying something for him. That's why I personally love theater just in general, because it's not everyone's big passion, but I do think it is for everyone and everyone can find their show or their type of show that they like. And I just think it's really neat, especially when these other franchises like Disney come into the picture and they become a part of the Broadway theater world. And it just brings so much new material to the Broadway world. 
Next, we are going to be talking about Newsies. Here is a clip of the song Once and For All. This change coming once and for all You makes the front page And man, you is major news Tomorrow they'll see what we are And sure as a star We ain't come this far Newsies follows Jack Kelly and the New York Newsboy strike of 1899. It is based off of the 1992 film of the same name. It opened in 2012 and played for more than 1,000 performances before closing. And I'm upset that I didn't get to see Josiah in this. That's what I wanted to talk about that. The Young People's Theater here in our town did do this performance and Josiah did an amazing job playing Crutchy. So if you've seen the Newsies, you know that part. He nailed it. Once again, it was another one. I have a hard time picking my top character because I told you before that I really loved him as Scuttle. But I loved him. I really love him in every role because he does totally encompass the role and take it on as his own persona. And it's so fun to watch him. And he should have gotten an award for that, but uh, that's just my opinion. I'm like second mom, so I can say that. But Newsies is, I think, underrated. I don't know that people realize what a cool musical that is. I have a bias because I was in Newsies, but Newsies is definitely in my top three favorite musicals. It's Wicked, Fiddler on the Roof, and Newsies. I love Newsies so much. And it is such a power show, and that's why I love it so much. And I love the music, and the choreography is amazing. And it is definitely one that everyone should, you should all go watch. And the professional recording of it is on Disney Plus because last year they brought the original Broadway cast back together and recorded them performing it. And it, I watch it all the time because it is incredible. And now, Aladdin the musical. Here is a clip of the song A Million Miles Away. We'll join a caravan tonight. Count on the stars to be our guides. We'll simply vanish out of sight. Go where the desert road decides. There won't be any obligations. Our fathers to obey. Cause we'll be a million miles away. Leave everything behind. When you choose to lose yourself, who knows what you might find. Once the journey's done, you'll have some faith in me. After a million miles or so, we might feel like we're free. So that song is between Aladdin and Jasmine, and that is it, one of their first interactions before he becomes Prince Ali. So we all know a whole new world, but this one is a little duet between them, and I just love that song. 
So, Aladdin is a Broadway musical based on the 1992 Disney animated film of the same name. It resurrects three songs written by Mencken and Ashman for the film that were not used, and adds another four songs. It is set in the fictional Arabian city of Agrabah. The story follows Aladdin, who is granted three wishes by a genie and a lamp, which he uses to woo Princess Jasmine. It opened in 2015 and was nominated for five Tony Awards, and it has been playing in the New Amsterdam Theater ever since. So that's the theater that in the last episode we said Disney has a 49-year lease on the New Amsterdam Theater. So I saw this production in Chicago because in Chicago there is a street that has a lot of Broadway productions that are housed there. So they aren't touring productions, they're shows that are housed there. And I absolutely loved Aladdin. It is a spectacle. The costumes are incredible. There's over 500 costumes. And in Prince Ali, the whole cast has three costume changes just in that one song. It is the craziest thing I've ever seen, but it's so neat. And I love it. The music is beautiful, obviously. And I actually have done this show two times. And what's interesting is when I performed in Aladdin Jr., it was about eight years ago, and I was a guard in it, little fifth grade me, and it was based off of the movie because this was before the musical had come out. So there are two different junior productions of Aladdin. One is based off of just the movie, and then Aladdin Jr., the updated one, is based off of the musical. So it includes the songs from the musical too. So I just think that's very interesting and just kind of shows how they have evolved their productions. Aladdin is, as listeners know, one of my favorite movies. That is one when Brad and I were dating. It was just at a time where we realized as friends, we were just friends and we realized that our relationship was more than that. And I think that Aladdin was just, we went to the theater and watched it. And so not the musical, but the movie. And so of course, I hope to someday see a performance of that. I don't know if that will happen or not. The Hunchback of Notre Dame is the next one that we're going to talk about. And we're going to play you a little clip of The Bells of Notre Dame. Now here is a riddle to guess If you can sing the bells of Notre Dame What makes a monster and what makes a man What makes a monster and what makes a man The Hunchback of Notre Dame is a musical based on the 1831 novel of the same name written by Victor Hugo with songs from the 1996 Walt Disney Animation Studios film adaptation. It follows Quasimodo and Claude de Frollo like the Disney film, but it does go back to some of the original source material. It did not make it to Broadway, but in its run at the La Jolla Playhouse, it received a critical acclaim and won multiple awards. And I think this would be an interesting one to definitely see. Uh, the characters have a lot of depth in just the cartoon version. So I can only imagine what a musical would be like. I was in this one in December. So very recently. 
and it is a beautiful show. And what I love about it is because I'm a theater kid and a choir kid, it incorporates choir. So not only do you have your cast of actors, there is also a 30 to 50 people choir that is on stage too. So these songs have some of the most powerful chords and the in any song in musical theater and that's part of the reason i love it and you should totally go listen to the soundtrack because as you just heard in bells of notre dame it is just a powerful show and what i love about it too is like spoiler alert but it's not a happy ending and so it definitely deviates from the typical disney storyline but it is one that when the show ends everyone's crying and now, Beauty and the Beast. Here is a clip of the Beast's Act 1 closing number, If I Can't Love Her. No pain could be deeper, no life could be cheaper, no point anymore, if I can't love her. It's not to be if I can't love her. Let the world be done with me. Beauty and the Beast is a musical adapted from the Walt Disney Pictures Academy Award-winning 1991 animated film of the same name. It tells the story of a cold-blooded prince who has magically been transformed into an unsightly creature. To revert into his true human form, the Beast must learn to love a bright, beautiful young woman whom he has imprisoned and in, in his enchanted castle before it's too late. This show was nominated for nine Tony Awards and winning one of them, and it ran for 13 years. And I was supposed to be the Beast a few weeks ago in a production of Beauty and the Beast that got canceled. But I have grown to just love this show, and especially the character of the Beast, because you get so much more time with the Beast in the musical than you do in the movie, and he becomes even more you empathize with him even more. And I think that's what's so beautiful about it. And that's why I love the song, If I Can't Love Her. And of course, Beauty and the Beast is my favorite movie. I've talked about this before. So the musical itself, just, I was so looking forward to seeing you in this character and it's killing me that you don't get to perform it. And uh, I think we should have had you sing it for us on the podcast, but that's neither here nor there. But yeah, I can only imagine what an amazing show this would be because it's such an amazing movie. Up next is Mary Poppins. Here is a clip of the classic song, Step in Time. Step in time. 
Mary Poppins is a musical based on the similarly titled Mary Poppins children's books by P.L. Travers and the 1964 Disney film, and it's a fusion of various elements from the two, including songs from the film. After a production in London in the West End, it transferred to Broadway and was nominated for seven Tony Awards. So this show I saw a long time ago, and I was probably like six years old when I saw this, and I think it was at the Fox. And it was before I was really into theater or anything, but my grandparents had gotten us tickets and we went. And because it was so long ago, I don't remember much. But what I do remember is during Step in Time, that was one of the coolest numbers ever. And at one point, Bert got attached to a cable and walked up the proscenium wall, which is the side of the stage, basically. So he walked up the wall, then was walking upside down at the top of the stage and then came down the other side. And not just walking, he was tapping. So he was tapping upside down. It was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And that is the only part I remember, but it was amazing. And it would have been even more amazing if it was Dick Van Dyke. True, true, true. So the last show that we are going to talk about is Frozen. And here is a clip of Elsa singing the song Monster. It's finally come, come to knock down my door. I can't hide this time like I hid before. The storm is awake, the danger is real. My time's running out, don't feel, don't feel. Fear will be our enemy and death its consequence. That's what they once said to me and it's starting to make sense. All this pain, all this fear began because of me. Is the thing they see, the thing I have to be. A monster, were they right? Has the dark in me finally come to light? Am I a monster full of rage? Nowhere to go but on a rampage? Or am I just a monster in a cage? Frozen is a musical with music and lyrics by Kristen Anderson Lopez and her husband, Robert Lopez. And it's based on the 2013 film of the same name. And we all know the story. It centers around Elsa and Anna and their icy adventures. And it opened in 2018. But sadly, only 825 performances later, it was closed due to COVID. We all love Frozen. It, uh, well, I shouldn't say that because Nick will be yelling at the, at the podcast. I know he doesn't love Frozen like the rest of us do, but... We all love Frozen. It's just catchy and even I would love to see them make a musical of Frozen 2 because the music in that one is even more beautiful than the one before. I would love to see what the Lopez's do with a musical form of Frozen 2. That would be interesting for sure. Yeah, we we don't love COVID because it's closed so many things and caused us to be sad and be locked in our homes. Frozen the musical is astonishing. And there is a really, really good video of Casey Levy, who originated the role of Elsa on Broadway, of her performing Let It Go. And Let It Go is the closing number of Act One in the musical. And they have amazing projections that they use to make it look like she has her powers. And it is beautiful. And so Let It Go is obviously her big number in 
act one and then in act two she sings a song called monster which is what was just played and that is an amazing song too and i just love it and it has such a it's a similar vibe to let it go but it's more it's digs more if that makes sense and that's why i love that song so much this was fun josiah thank you so much for spending so much time and talking us through these musicals and just letting us know more about them so that maybe this will entice people to want to watch more musicals and go out there and be a part of them we never know we do have some young listeners you might be inspiring younger theater kids that makes me happy if you're interested in being a guest on her show or you have a question or a comment, you can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you would like to book a trip or just get a free quote, text us at 636-373-4497. Or you can contact me at Vicky V-I-C-K-I-E dot black at yourstorytravel.com. You can also check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, or our Twitter account, Mousecapades Pod. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades Podcast. Well, guys, I think it's about that time. Disney love and pixie dust. Who put the Gladden Gladiator? Have, Have a magical, magical day, day, my friends. friends.